All right, so chew on this. You're doing the grossest part of eating, but then you never stop. What are we chewing then? Yeah, so be careful if you're traveling to Singapore anytime soon. Yeah, I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to wonder that. I could believe that. Because I've definitely heard this fact before. But I guess, is it true? So, like, he ate the recipe? (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the I Should Have Known podcast. As always, our quiz master will be presenting you with four big facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. So today, our quiz master is Soups. Hello. And he will be presenting four big facts on chewing gum. But remember, one of those facts is going to burst your bubble. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. Amazing. So low-hanging fruit for this week. Tell me, the world's most popular chewing gum brand. Um, Wrigley. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Wrigley's is the main parent company. Okay. And they have many different types. Okay. That I didn't know. Sure. Okay. So it's Wrigley's. Yeah. But you know, chewing gum actually has been around for centuries. The history is about 11,000 years old. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I guess like people have been chewing on stuff since forever. Yeah. Yeah. So this gum is also from the same family of latex. Mm-hmm. This is where the Mayas, they were harvesting. In fact, until 1980, all the gum was from mm. this tree and that caused like a massive shortage of oh. this tree. That's when they started looking for like cheaper mm-hmm. alternatives. Yeah. And chewing gum does not stay in your stomach for seven years when you swallow. Very good to know. Yes, it's a myth. Is that very good to know, Tanner? <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to wonder that. All right, so chew on this. Fact number one. If you chew gum in Singapore, you will pay 100,000 Singapore dollars as fines and face up to two years in prison. What? Hmm. I feel like I've heard this before. I'm trying to remember if it was... Singapore or somewhere else. Um, I know that people have rules about where you can chew gum, right? It's disrespectful to chew it in church or in school or in government buildings and things. But anywhere? Yeah, in Singapore, chewing gum is totally banned. You can't even import it. What? Yes. Chew it at home. You can't bring it to the country if they find (laughs) it. Oh, you can't even get it? (laughs) No, it's going to get confiscated. That's so odd. Okay. I guess it's just so messy. Yes. So the trigger behind this law was that Singapore installed a very expensive modern underground Mm -hmm. in 1992. It was all about tidiness and cleanliness. Okay. And to keep it clean, they just banned it. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask, could you chew gum in front of your parents or in school? Because growing up, this was really considered like kind of no-no. Like my dad would get really angry if he caught me like chewing gum. Oh, wow. And I've always wondered why. Mm -hmm. Why is chewing gum in front of elders or in an office or in school disrespectful? I think in school, it's just because like kids will make a mess. It's like Singapore. (laughs) If that's even a fact. (laughs) But then also like in our culture, in Western culture, at least, I think in many cultures, like eating with your mouth open is disrespectful. So like chewing gum, you're kind of just eating. Eating. Mm -hmm. You're doing the grossest part of eating, but then you never stop. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I think, at least. I think I could chew gum at home all the time, but at school, you're not supposed to. Yeah, Yeah. at school, we'd have to spit it out. Yeah. And definitely not in church and not at like the library. Yeah. I love that how that's like a global thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. So be careful if you're traveling to Singapore anytime soon. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. So fact number two: Walter Deemer, who invented bubble gum, lost the original recipe. Oh no! Yeah. What are we chewing then? <laughs> <laughs> so bubble gum was invented in 1928 by Walter Deemer. He was actually an accountant. in a chewing gum factory as a pastime he would like to you know experiment with recipes okay and he was only 23 and after a year he came up with the recipe that made the gum less sticky and super stretchy mm. and you could blow bubbles but for some reason he lost the recipe the next day oh no so he went back to the proverbial drawing board And after four months, he figured it out again. Okay. Well, he was twenty-three. What twenty-three-year-old like is responsible enough to keep anything? <laughs> yeah. So, fact number three: chewing gum can boost mental alertness by ten percent. Huh. Mm. This makes sense to me partly because I know at like truck stops in the U.S. they sell like caffeine pills, and then right next to it is like chewing gum because like it keeps you awake. It's mm. just a thing to make you not fall asleep because it's like an activity that you can do mindlessly, but mindful enough that you don't fall asleep. And like the muscle movement, mm-hmm. right? It's like exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. makes sense cardio, to me. Cardio for the brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the National Institute of Radiological Sciences in Japan did some studies. And discovered that it can boost alertness by ten percent. And that was followed by this another famous study in two thousand eleven, titled "Cognitive Advantages of Chewing Gum." Now you see them, now you don't. <laughs> I love how creative the scientific <laughs> journal. Oh, all yeah. like journal titles yeah. now are all like that. They're all yeah. jokes like or clickbait. like a quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. they had over two hundred test subjects, and they observed significant. Impact on cognitive functions during the first fifteen to twenty minutes. This is chewing gum is like cardio for the brain. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay let's move on to our last fact right. of today's episode. Fact number four: Cleopatra's favorite chewing gum flavor was pomegranate. Wait, Cleopatra. Hold on, back it up. She had a choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? I thought gum was from the Americas. So uh, now I'm confused. Explain it. Yeah. <laughs> well, gum. The way we understand gum is a modern day version. Yeah. They had their different methods of preparing it. So anything that was chewy from mm-hmm. certain kind of plant or trees, they called it gum. Mm-hmm. During okay. those days, so it wasn't really like the gum, like Wrigley's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this is kind of like if you've listened to our episode on ice cream, you talked a little bit about this, where it's like, yeah, well, it's not exactly what we would call ice cream, but they're from like a million years ago, exactly. so they can have <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So it had more liberal definition of yeah. what what yeah. a gum could be. Ancient Egyptian version of yeah. Wrigley's. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the context. So Cleopatra and her lover Mark Antony, okay. who was a Roman general. I was going to say which one. <laughs> <laughs> so this group they used to indulge in nightly feasts and wine binges. Yes, and there's also a record of them fooling around Alexandria, drunk in disguise and playing pranks on like the commoners. <laughs> yes, so they were like the YouTubers of their generation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So Cleopatra is actually it's documented that she was also a huge fan of pomegranate seeds oh. and had a special gum made of it that she would chew and go about sticking it in the walls. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Pliny the Elder mm-hmm. recorded a story around the year 77 AD, about 100 years after it first happened, where Cleopatra bet Anthony that she could spend 10 million sesterces, which is currency of their time, which I'm mm-hmm. guessing is a lot of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> on one dinner. So what she did was after ordering one normal meal, she ordered her servant to bring a very strong vinegar and dropped her priceless pearl earring and a pomegranate gum and waited for it to dissolve into like a slush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as the text records it, she drank it. And yeah, nice. yeah. Plinia was a big fan of making Cleopatra out to be a, a very like kind of like a socialite or like yeah. a very hedonistic mm-hmm. person yeah. and not a, like a strong leader. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he wasn't a contemporary. He was no. an Egyptian. No. Yeah. So where's the line between historian and propaganda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying what I found. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. No, I mean, yeah. he definitely wrote yeah. that stuff. And yeah. like, yeah, like that's why people have this idea of Cleopatra mm-hmm. as being like this super sexy, like seductress. Right. Who, instead of like, she was the queen of the Ptolemies. Yeah. Like she ruled like a big branch of people who like took over after the Greeks mm-hmm. sucked and lost to the Romans. <laughs> yeah. They were like, nah, we're still Greek over here. Yeah. And so like anything the Romans say about Cleopatra, you always have to take with a grain of salt because right. they were their enemies. They yeah. literally went to yeah. war against yeah, them. Yeah, she played the Romans. You know. yeah. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. <laughs> and, but yeah. they didn't like that. So I would yeah. definitely believe that Pliny wrote that That's story. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I mean like setting aside Pliny's opinions on Cleopatra, <laughs> which were not high, but like it's interesting that it was gum that he mentioned like yeah. he specifically mentioned unless soups made up yeah. this isn't plenty of the elders right. soups the elders mentioned <laughs> <laughs> this no yes. i mean cleopatra was really big on pomegranate and she mm-hmm. made like a number of things out of pomegranate seeds gum was one of them i could mm-hmm. believe that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and those were my four facts about chewing gum okay wow. but one of those is a lie absolutely can you repeat them for us sure Fact number one, if you chew gum in Singapore, you'll pay 100,000 Singapore dollars as fines and face up to two years in prison. Fact number two, Walter Diemer, who invented bubble gum, lost the original recipe. Fact number three, chewing gum can boost mental alertness by 10%. And fact number four, Cleopatra's favorite chewing gum flavor was pomegranate hmm. some tough choices here what smacks you as a potential <laughs> lie well the one i'm chewing on is <laughs> number three. Oh, okay that one to me is either like definitely true like this is simply a fact if you chew on anything it's going to improve alertness or it's one of those get rich quick but get smart quick you know sort yeah. of it's a miracle cure. Right, like an urban legend. Because yeah. I've definitely heard this fact before yeah. that like it helps if you chew gum. Right. But I guess it's one of those things of, is it true? Right. Yeah, that could be. Also like 10%, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. that seems high. Nice round number. Huh. That's that's suspicious. So I'm thinking either two or four. Yeah. Why number two? 
I just think it's like an easy place to lie. Like, oh, he didn't lose it. It was stolen mm -hmm. or he just never patented. I don't know, whatever. Some other story. Or maybe it's something else that this story is true about. Like one of our Discord members mentioned the fire hydrant patent was lost in a fire. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> maybe it's like that. That's very counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> so like he ate the recipe <laughs> and that's what happened to him. Yep. Yep. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I just think that's an easy place to lie. And then my thing is that with anything with the ancient and Cleopatra, it's like, well, I believe that someone wrote that. Mm -hmm. I don't really believe it's true, but that's not what Soups' fact is about. Right. So like, I think I do believe someone probably wrote that. Sure. Pomegranate seems likely, but I think if that one is a lie, it's going to be that it was something else. <laughs> really? A different flavor? Yeah. And it's going to be like, oh, you should have known it was mint or something. It's juicy fruit. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, pomegranate is such a good choice because it's like from that region. Yeah. It would have been something she'd have access to and yeah. would have loved because they're delicious. Yeah, it checks out. But yeah, I guess that, that would be where I would think the lie was. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go with number two, though. All right. I'm going with number three. All right. Okay. Yeah. Fact number two and three it is. Fact number four, Cleopatra had nothing the Egyptians had nothing to do with gum, but Cleopatra's pomegranate, she used the seeds to make lipstick and lip balm. Oh. Every other part of the story is true. Okay. I just added the gum part of it. The bet that she had with Mark Anthony was mm -hmm. also yeah. true. Their debauchery, all of this was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, as true as there's a person not right. soup says it. It was reported. <laughs> it was has reported. been yeah. reported. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah, but they had nothing to do with gum, or at least I couldn't find anything on the internet. All right. Oh. So they didn't chew on anything. No, no. Wow. All right. Yeah. I really should have known because you had mentioned that gum is from the Americas. Mm -hmm. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media for any extras. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do that on our Patreon, where for as little as $1 per month, you can get fun extras for yourself and support us and have our undying appreciation. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, what are you in for? Well, I chewed gum on the subway.